Go wild with Nation Gear's end of regular season merch madness sale. Nation Gear is offering our favorite fans 20% off all regular season merch. And we're going to give you free shipping on any orders over $200. Stock up your closet for the playoffs. Rep your team and grab that merch you've been eyeing up all season long. Don't wait. This sale only lasts from April 1st until April 7th. Shop the sale at nationgear.ca. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Blue Jays Today, where today, guys, shocker, the Blue Jays haven't done anything yet, and other teams are starting to make all of their moves this offseason, and this is starting to put a little bit of pressure on not only the Blue Jays, but I think on a lot of Blue Jay fans in total. I mean, like, man, I'm feeling the pressure, Nick's feeling the pressure. If you're feeling the pressure, let yourself be known in the comments, because... Nothing is really happening. We're going to dive into what exactly does this mean? Where are the Blue Jays standing right now in terms of the MLB? What our team looks like for 2024? We'll go through all that and more in this video, guys. I'm your host, Adam Peddle. And I'm your host, Nicholas Playlog. Uh, we are going to get to all of the stuff that the Toronto Blue Jays have been rumored to do. So, so stay tuned for that, everybody. We're going to talk about what's going on in the MLB with some other teams as well, because I think right now, more than ever, what they are doing really impacts the Toronto Blue Jays. So we're going to get to all of that. We're going to take a few of your questions as well, answer some of those. But I think first things first, we've got to address the fact that it is currently December 15th. It is December 15th Mm -hmm. right now. We are almost at Christmas time. I imagine that a lot of you guys have been planning your holidays out right now. Happy holidays. Yeah, one more week to go. Until you you get those days off. So shout out, we're almost there. Yep. But it is December 15th right now. And the Toronto Blue Jays have not played in a game of baseball in two months' time. A little bit more than that, actually. Yeah, And have not made an addition, a significant addition to this team at all. They have watched guys leave. They have watched guys leave their ball team. Matt Chapman, Whit Merrifield, Brandon Belt. Hunjin Ryu, mm-hmm. you name it. Mm-hmm. We've watched guys walk away. They have not made a single substantial addition to this team at all. Mm-hmm. And it is December fucking 15th. Yeah. Yeah, it is, bro. <laughs> so how does that make you feel? Go on. How does well, it make you feel? Listen, I am, I am so... I'm over the moon that the Blue Jays... I'm over the moon that the, that the Toronto Blue Jays have been in and all of these conversations. The Otani conversation... The Juan Soto conversation, the Yamamoto conversation. We're going to get to all of that and more. The Cody Bellinger conversation especially. 
And I'm very happy that Ross Atkins has put us in a place where we are finalists for all of these guys. We're finalists for these dudes. But we've seen your comments, and I agree with you. What the hell does that even mean? What does it mean to be a finalist if you can't push it into the end zone at the one-yard line? I'm very happy that you are part of these conversations that you, and that you are competitive enough to yeah. get these guys to even come and have meetings with you. But but before, we were able to hide behind the uh, the, the allure of Shohei Otani and say, okay, well, you know what? We're a finalist for Shohei Otani. We're not making any other moves right now because we got to wait on that guy. And, and we all accepted that. We sat here, we accepted that, and we said, you know what? If you get Shohei Otani, it doesn't fucking matter yeah. what, what else you do. But he's been gone now. He's been gone for a week. It was one week ago today that we were sitting here watching a flight tracker. That was one week ago. Six days ago, he signed with the LA Dodgers. Since then, they've traded for Glass now. They've done other things. They're in on Yamamoto. We've done diddly squat. You cannot hide behind that anymore. Where are the moves? Where are the additions? Yeah. Those are my thoughts right now. Okay. Those are, I mean, those are literally my thoughts too. Um, yeah. Well, what, what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? Uh, guys, let your thoughts know in the comments down below what the hell is going on. Because I, I really don't know what the fuck's going on either. You look over at everybody else, you got people like the LA Dodgers, you see the Otani press conference, you see them trading for Glass now. That was a big indicator right there that, first of all, Dodgers already made themselves you know, on top of the, uh, the baseball world, if not the North American sports world. If, if not the entire sports world in the world, mm. really, like really. He had the most jersey sales of any sports player in the first 48 hours. That was crazy. Of, of, of Messi. I'm not familiar with soccer. Messi yeah. and Ronaldo. That blew me away, dude. The yes. fact that they, in the first 48 hours of him signing with the LA Dodgers, more jerseys sold than, than Cristiano Ronaldo's Manchester United jersey, more jerseys sold mm -hmm. than Lionel Messi's uh, jersey, right? That's, that's absolutely wild, yes. right? They're going out. They're putting their team on the map right now, and they're not waiting around at all, no. you know, because the Blue Jays, we kind of, it's like, I feel like we're almost hung over right mm -hmm. now in the sense where it's like oh my god we didn't get Shohei Otani and we got to go talk to our therapist right now we got a deal mm -hmm. they're not they're not waiting around no. we're waiting around no so well, what I was saying was like they're they've already been on top of the world they have now made a trade with the Tampa Bay Rays to get glass out that was a couple days ago mm -hmm. and they've already signed him to an extension guys big shout out to Battlegrounds if you guys are a fan of throwing axes at the wall hitting the targets check out Battlegrounds it's safe they got coaches on site Check it out, Battlegrounds. You go to their website. I might need to go there, dude, just to release just a little to, tension. Absolutely. You know, just, to, just to release a little bit right now. I feel like I like, got to get an axe and just like hit something with it, you know? I, absolutely, man. So go check it out. If you want to get some anger out in a controlled, safe, fun environment, <laughs> you got Jeff Passan saying, yes, the, this is the deal. He gets signed immediately. And apparently, here's the, here's the snowball effect of getting Shohei Otani. You bring him over, now everybody wants to play. Yeah. Imagine being Tyler Glass now and hearing, oh, they got Otani, and then Otani apparently called him. I don't have it right here. Tani called him yeah. saying, hey, please, come on over. And I, Did he call him or did he send him a video? Video, I'm not really sure of the so, exact he did, details. So he did something. He contacted yeah. him and encouraged him to come over and play. Like, hell yeah. It, it, you know, you go over to a team and they want to sign you, but you're like, oh, you know, I'm going to wait. What better team than to go over and play for the L.A. Dodgers? You've been on the Rays your whole life, and you are the core superstar. You're the highest-paid player there. Mm -hmm. Then you go over to the Dodgers, and you're nowhere near the highest-paid player. You're just being part of a big organization, mm -hmm. uh, and you're going to be with Otani? Of course you're going to sign. That's the Otani effect, and you're seeing it happen, and that's what happens when the Jays don't have Otani. Yeah. No, no moves. No one's coming over to the Blue Jays right now. 
Yeah. Because why would you? Everyone's going to go over to the Dodgers. And that's the moves we're seeing so far, well, man. And you know what? We do need to give a massive GG to the LA Dodgers, right? Absolutely. I've seen, there's been a lot of hate online for the LA Dodgers. And let's face it, I mean, that contract with Shohei Otani, a little sketchy. You know, a little bit sketchy. Little but all sketch. legal. All legal, right? They were within the, the within the, the, the lines of what you're allowed to do with the MLB. So, I mean, shout out, right? They, they are playing smart and they're getting it done. And what really put it over the top for me, right, is that they are being so active in everything that they do. They're selling... They're selling these prospective free agents, these prospective uh, trade candidates on the dream on, uh, of, of L.A. Because when they brought in Yamamoto to have that meeting, it wasn't just Yamamoto and, and the higher-ups, the executives of the L.A. Dodgers. It was Mookie Betts, it was Freddie Freeman, it was Shohei Otani, all sitting down telling this guy why if he comes and he plays over here, we're going to win two, three, four rings yeah. together, right? It was the core of that team saying, we're doing something special over here in LA. This is why you want to come get paid over here right. and you don't want to go get paid elsewhere. Again, GG to the Dodgers, but I do have to bring it up because this is this is reminding me a hell of a lot of the competitive balance act. Mm, mm -hmm, this this is a prime example of why the whatever they're doing for the competitive balance act and taxing teams over a threshold doesn't effing work. No, we knew it never worked. It doesn't. Worked, it, we knew it didn't work, and this is a prime example. First, you're punting money down the line. Yeah, I know, but I think it came out like 47 mil per year goes against yep. the, their, their taxes, but they don't care. No. And, and, and they're going to keep punting that money down the line. They're going to keep going over because they're going to keep winning and bringing in revenue with Otani. This is a prime example of why baseball doesn't or, or maybe needs to get that re reworked this well, competitive balance and act. also too everything that everybody was saying about Shohei Otani being a business acquisition right making money it was proven correct in the first 48 hours yep. because what did we just say the most jerseys yep. sold ever. ever in all in literally the entire globe literally that's uh yes you know I, yes. I I had I had friends who have never Watch baseball on a day of their life, but they knew I did this show, and they were contacting me like, "Whoa, Otani! Mm -hmm. Like that's crazy! Mm -hmm. Like that's how big of an influential impact he has on the entire world." So I actually they they did the Shohei Otani press conference yesterday, yeah, and it was live on YouTube, and it was on the MLB, and I stopped in. I just wanted to stop in. Maybe I'm a sucker for punishment, right? But I stopped <laughs> in for like 30 seconds just to see what they were doing and everything. And when you go through the live chat, you see our live chat mm -hmm. right here. When you were looking at the live chat, I would say. 80%, 75, 80% of the live chat was in a language that I wow. didn't understand. Yeah. Right? It, yeah. It, that's, it, that is that country and, of Japan mm -hmm. and all of that, you know, everyone in Asia who loves that sport watching right. this guy. Right. Because if you're seeing it, right, you know, you got Japanese, you got Korean. Were there even languages out there, like maybe in Spanish? Maybe. You know, maybe I, yeah, I, I don't knows? know. I don't who know. Knows? Because I'm talking, I'm thinking of like big, like baseball countries, right? Like, Everybody in the baseball world, if I'm a baseball country, mm -hmm. I'm in. I'm in, right? We're, we're just thinking about America and Japan. But, like, yeah, again, like I'm saying, Korea, you've got, you know, Dominican Republic, you got Cuba, you got anywhere where baseball is just broadcast. Mm -hmm. I would be watching this. If I'm a fan of baseball, I'm watching that. A thousand watching percent. That. This is now my team I'm adopting. Yep. If, I, if I come from anywhere that's not mm -hmm. in America or Canada, I'm adopting this team. So, again, shout out to the L.A. Dodgers for getting it done. But also, you know, where are you, Toronto Blue Jays? we got to give a big shout out here to Fatty McBeans with the 699 donor saying it's looking like another disappointing offseason for the Blue Jays. <laughs> I, I, I love, thank you for the donor, first of all, thank Fatty you. McBeans. Thank you. Um, another disappointing offseason. I mean... I mean, I hear what you're saying. Maybe you didn't like last offseason, but, like, this is going to be kind of the first for me in a long time. Because think about our last, like, few offseasons. 
Ryu we got where we weren't really expected to get much. I was mm -hmm. like, hell yeah, Ryu. Like, you know, second in ERA, second in Cy Young. Like, let's go. Mm -hmm. And then you get George Springer. Hell yeah. We were super excited. Got Simeon too. We weren't excited at the time, but he ended up being great. Mm -hmm. And then you get then you get Kevin Gosman. And, and then you go and you get Chris Bass and you make all these trades and you sign all these people. I still felt like there was momentum. This offseason feels like the first time where momentum is dying. Yeah. And it feels like we're really, and you said it when we kind of lost the wild card game, but it really does feel the Blue Jays might be regressing yeah, for the first sure. time a in this, in this, in this uh, four or five year span. A thousand percent, dude. There has been a massive amount of hype and excitement surrounding this Toronto Blue Jays team for a while right now. And part of it has to do with the off seasons that we've put together, but a big part of it has to do with the players that we have been able to grow, mm -hmm. right? Our core. And there's a, there's a, you know, I hate to say it. It is a great article mm -hmm. uh, from Barstool Sports yeah, yeah. that's out here. And talking about the Toronto Blue Jays and, and the path that they're on right now in I mean, effectively, it's going nowhere. And Literally. Basically, one of their big arguments is that the core of the Toronto Blue Jays, uh, it's good. Mm -hmm. It's just not as good as anybody necessarily anticipated it to be. And, yeah. and now, I think that you're seeing kind of a shift in mentality surrounding this team. Because for the longest time, well, we weren't sure. We didn't know exactly what these players had to offer, right? There yeah. was still the element of a mystery box going on. Well, maybe Guerrero's going to get better. Maybe Bubbleshed's going to get better. And maybe they still will, right? That's For that's sure. always in play. That can happen sure. with anyone at any time at any age. But it does feel like at this point, you're starting to understand who they are as baseball players, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. They put together a resume with the Toronto Blue Jays. A very good resume, mm -hmm. just not as good as I think anybody necessarily hoped for. Look, I mean, you well, how many at-bats is, is the golden rule here? I think 1500. it's 1,500. Yeah, 1,500, right? Well, let's, let's take a look. Vladdy, right? He had... He's had 2,500 at-bats. He's an 844 OPS, right? We can average this all out. Good, great, above-average player. 131 OPS plus. Honestly, like, great, great, great yeah. job. Bo Bichette, you flash over. How many at-bats is he at? It's definitely a lot. 2,100. 826 OPS. Great. Like, you'll see a lot of Hall of Famers end up with this kind of OPS numbers. However, I think the difference is right now is you got two years left on these guys. Bo Bichette is different than Vladdy for many reasons, right? Bo Bichette's going to be consistent. You know you're going to get his career numbers. That's great. But you need prime Hall of Fame kind of numbers from Vladdy in the next two years. Yeah. You need it. If you don't get it, you're not going to have a great opportunity with this core to go from what they're saying on bar stools. They're a good core, but not a, not a, not a, an excellent core. Like when you look at Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, Otani, you're never, you're not close. Exactly. Right? So they right. need this guy not to just do this average. You need him to do 2021 work with the current team we have right now, or else, fuck guys, yeah. or else we're just average, well, above and, average. And let's face it, right? I mean, Guerrero's career numbers are very good, but they're not World Series winning. I'm the hero. I'm the the postseason MVP. That's not what they are. Mm. They are a very, very good player. Yes. But it's not necessarily going to blow you away. So that's where the Jays' core is at. And that's why we have been so vocal and a lot of fans have been so vocal about, okay, well, we got to go out and we got to get somebody. And that, that was the hope of getting Shohei Otani. Because mm -hmm. you know he is that guy. You know that Juan Soto, he is that guy. These are players uh, that are above and beyond. These are guys that you can... Yep trust in the postseason to get you that big hit to, to hit one over the yard when you need a little bit of momentum right these are these superstars we missed out on all of those 
And, and now, again, we are at December 15th. We are a finalist for Cody Bellinger, which is phenomenal. But my biggest question to you, my biggest question mm-hmm. to all of you guys is, where are the complimentary moves? I could yep. understand when we were waiting on Shohei Otani, I could understand that because we're waiting on Shohei Otani, we, we now need to, to, to wait on his decision because getting him or not getting him drastically changes the outcome of the offseason. But you've known now for seven days that you're not going to get him. Where is the Michael Brantley signing? I know it's not sexy, but where is the Justin Turner signing? Where yes. is the J.D. Martinez signing? We need to start doing something, anything, to, to get this ball club and fill these holes. So at the very least, we have a starting lineup when the regular season yeah. starts. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to answer your question of like, where where the hell are the moves? But I, I really can't. Because you to you, to mm-hmm. me, to all of y'all, it seems so obvious. It seems so obvious to just go out and make these moves. Is there is it another situation where okay now we're now we're actually trying to get Bellinger? I know you've been covering Yamamoto this week. Is it another situation where we have just been focusing on these guys? And and to I, now I'll ask you, if we're if it means this, you roll the dice, you could get a Bellinger, you can get a Yamamoto, but you missed out on a lot of these core depth guys, or you take the foot off the gas pedal, lower your chances for these superstars. But you can guarantee you can acquire all these like complimentary pieces. Mm. Which avenue would you go? Uh, it's tough to say, but I, I don't think that I need to choose. Because I, I don't think that by going out and getting a Justin Turner, or by going out and getting, you know, like Jack Flaherty signed a $14 million uh, deal for one year, right? Yeah. Like, I yeah. don't think that going and getting a guy like that, for instance is going to take away or detract you from being able to bring in yeah. a Yamamoto or a Cody Bellinger. Well, and, and, he, and I agree with you. If the thing is we have the money, let's remind ourselves, we still have 40 to $50 million to spend. Cool. Mm. That's that's per year, right? That That's in 2024. Okay. You want to get a Yamamoto, you want to get a Bellinger. Cool. $25 million per year is what you're expected, right? Okay. Well, great. You have fifty million dollars. You still have more. You have twenty-five million more dollars. You think getting? You can get two dudes, yeah. two complimentary guys for that price. So yeah, I'm agreeing with you. Where the hell are the moves? I don't know. Maybe they're gonna come tomorrow. Maybe they're gonna come this Sunday. But if they don't come before the new year, is it time to start panicking, bro? Well, I, I think it's it's really gonna be time to start panicking uh, because you're seeing some of these other squads go out and, and, and st- yep. snatch these dudes up, right? Shout out to Kansas City and Detroit. God. They've been actually kind of busy, right? So it's it's not a question of, uh, oh, we're not capable of getting these these smaller guys because there's bigger names on the board. No, Kansas City has signed a few dudes. They've already spent $65 million in free agency this year. That's insane. That's Kansas City. We're yep. better than Kansas City. We're a bigger market than Kansas City. Why can't we go ahead and do that? Detroit Tigers, they're going out and doing stuff too, right? They are picking up the pieces of these smaller guys. I am starting to worry because if you get the update, and it's coming, it yep. is coming. Yep. If you get the update of Cody Bellinger goes back to Chicago Cubs, now it's, let's say, December 23rd, and you haven't done anything. And then all of these other guys that you might have been able to supplement your team with, well, they've already been snatched up mm-hmm. by the Kansas City mm-hmm. Royals, by the Detroit Tigers, by the Miami Marlins, and, and these other squads who aren't necessarily going to be in on the Cody Bellingers and the Yamamotos, but still need to build their team in some capacity. So they're already out there doing it. Yeah, yeah. We've got to start planning for failure right here. No. I mean, it, I it, it sucks to say, but I we've know. got to start having the backup plan in place so if you do miss out on Cody Ballinger if you do get the update 
that he's signing a 10-year deal with the Chicago Cubs, then we're not sitting here with our with our hands in our pants going, oh, crap, we don't have anybody. Yeah, and you know what the sad reality is? You and I both, we've been very vocal about Matt Chapman. And I know we've been kind of bringing him up after the Otani stuff because here's the reality, folks. We've been saying we don't want Matt Chapman. The, the bat just isn't worth the, the, the money. Not at the, the price tag it, that he's anticipated it, to get. Exactly. $25 million per year. I'm just not ready to pay for the glove when it's that's not the issue. It's not mm-hmm. the glove. It's the bats that are the issue. So my bet, my biggest worry is you miss out on Bellinger. Mm-hmm. It's going to come time to now we have to sign Chapman because those are two Scott Boris clients right there. I got a feeling just based on the rumors and based on experience with dealing with uh, Scott Boris, we're going to get one of those guys. Mm. I do not want to get Matt Chapman. And the front office will get Matt Chapman back because why? He's a fan. You know, people like Matt Chapman. I mean, hell, my mom likes Matt Chapman. Mm. People like Matt Chapman for the reasons that we we, we like we don't like Matt Chapman. I love Matt Chapman as a person. We don't like Matt Chapman because he doesn't bring offense to the team. People like Matt Chapman because he's a great defender, good ball, club, good ball player, well, he's good an, clubhouse he's presence. He's an easy sell. He's an easy right? sell. You can bring him back. Oh, yay! He's back! We sell tickets, we sell jerseys, great. But we're still in the same place we were before. Sure, that's yeah. That's the problem. And, and, for, and for what's going to be more money as well. More right? money. And that's that's kind of where we're at right now. I mean, it does feel like if you miss out on Cody Bellinger, then now you're looking at the offseason and you're going, we're not getting better. No. Like if, if you miss out on Cody B, then I think that you now look at this team and you go, okay, we are not going to be getting better through the offseason season. Uh, this year if we're going to be better in 2024 it's because our current guys put in the work and they're going to play better but we're not going to be able to improve and I think that's something that we need to start kind of coming to terms with it's like if we get the update that Cody Bellinger is going back to Chicago then what is the best case scenario for this offseason you get back Matt Chapman what do you think that they also get Solaire? Because I can't Ooh. trust that they're going to do that at this I have point. No clue, man. We've been finalists in on everybody, and if we miss out on Cody Bellinger, then we will have missed out on all these guys, right? So, okay, let's say you get back Matt Chapman at a much higher price tag yeah. than you were currently paying. You're now in the exact same spot that you were before, except you're you're still missing Brandon Belt. You're still missing Whit Merrifield. So now you got to fill that up somehow, right? But mm-hmm. we're not going to be getting better if we miss out on Cody Bellinger. And I think that's why we're now starting to worry about why we haven't done anything. Where Mm. are the one-year deals? Where are the little dart throws that aren't going to take away from your argument of getting Cody Bellinger, but it's going to act as a solid backup plan for if you miss him, or it's going to act as depth, or it's going to act as maybe somebody who could become something next year if you miss out on these other guys. Look, like I I see... And I see what you're saying. I'll, I'll, I'll highlight it a little bit here. You got, like we said, shout out to everyone just subscribed. You have Vladimir Guerrero Jr. You have Bo Bichette. We know what they are. Vladdy, an 840 OPS guy. Bo, an 820 OPS guy. Great. They have potential to do better than that. Maybe, right? The only guy that out, that's out there right now that has the bat capable of hitting equal to or better, I think is Bellinger. You could make a case for Soler. He did it back in 2019, but it was 2019. Maybe Teoscar Hernandez. Maybe. Right? Like, I'm looking at you're, right you're here. Stretching it I'm stretching you, it. Yeah. I'm stretching it, right? But these are all the outfielders right now that we would sign because there's no third baseman out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also have J.D. Martinez. I mean, we're going to talk about that in a little bit. But we got J.D. Martinez, maybe. But everybody else is just complimentary. And that, if you're bringing in complimentary pieces, you are saying, I think Bo and Vlad, I think Bo's going to be Bo. I'm going to take him out of this conversation. I think Vlad, and I hate to put the pressure on the kid, but I think Vlad is going to be our superstar. And yet now you're now you're rolling the dice. 
Well, you, you need you, you need Vlad to saying blow, that, blow up. Yeah, of course. Well, because if you get Bellinger, you increase your chances of getting a superstar. Yeah. Right. I. I well, okay. I'll put it. I'll put it this way, guys. And I mean, if we were if we wouldn't know this already, then I'm not sure where you've been. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Guerrero has got to be good regardless. Even even if we had Shohei Otani, mm-hmm. if we're gonna make any noise in the po- uh, postseason, if we're gonna be able to compete with the um, with the Baltimore Orioles, with the New York Yankees, now that they have Juan Soto and Verdugo, and they're probably gonna go out and get more guys, if we're gonna do that, Vlad's gonna have to be good at baseball. That's just a given, mm-hmm. right? Like how much, like well, like roughly of like an OPS. Kind well, he's gonna need. To, I'll, t- I'll just put it this way: he's got to be better than he was last. Yeah, year. yeah. He's got to be yeah. better than he was last year. Mm-hmm. Every, on fact, everybody does. Every single everybody. person does, right? Uh, getting Cody Bellinger means that you already have on paper an upgrade from your team last offseason. Yeah, yeah. Getting Matt Chapman back means that you're in the exact same spot, but everybody's just gonna need to produce better, and that's what we're not necessarily assured of at this point shout out to the 554 people yeah. who are currently watching the stream guys if you haven't already done so please hit the like hit the subscribe button folks we're not going anywhere we are going to get into the jd martinez and the yes. cody bellinger rumors that are going on right now uh if you've enjoyed it up until this point the conversation about just us literally kind of crapping on the offseason so far <laughs> then let us know in the comments down below quick shout out to deep dive jays with a 279 dollars donation yeah. saying how about louis robert jr we will talk about that a little bit but also kind of a heads up Video coming out about that tomorrow morning, mm-hmm. so stay tuned. Let's give a quick shout out to the sponsor mm-hmm. of this live video, though. Whoa! Time for your daily Betway breather. A quick reminder that the best place to bet is on Betway. Must be 19 years of age or older to play in collaboration with iGaming Ontario. Please bet responsibly. Now, back to the content. Shout out to Betway, everybody. If I was mm-hmm. a betting man, then I would say that the Bla- uh, Blue Jays would be a finalist for everybody. But finish with Noah. Yeah, I want I, I want to get you, I want to get your quick thoughts on um, Luis Robert because um, I know I'm gonna, I got I'm doing the video on it. Yeah. I got all my thoughts, but like, what are your thoughts, real quick, on that? Well, here's I mean, all of these rumors kind of they feel a little bit silly to me. I mean, yeah, sure, yes, the White Sox have come out and said that they are open to trading their guys, mm-hmm. and Luis Robert, like, this is a special player, right? That is one of those guys that you bring in and you're saying, okay. He could be better than Guerrero. He could be better than Vlad mm-hmm. uh, or, or Bo Bichette, excuse me. He could potentially lead the team. But at the same point, what they would require in return, it would be so much, folks. I mean, it would be so much. You were telling me prior mm-hmm. to, to recording this, but some of the mock trades that they have going on, you're seeing Ricky Tigo, you're seeing Manoa go, you're seeing uh, Barger. Barger. I mean, you're seeing um, the entire prospect Martinez, pool yeah. depleted. All of the prospects that we currently have are gone and that's okay if you really truly believe that he is going to be the piece that puts you over the edge for the world series yeah that's okay if that's what you believe but i don't think that you can adequately say that about the toronto blue jays right i don't think that uh bringing in louis robert jr is going to immediately make us a world series candidate team if we're going to get anybody of that caliber i think you got to pay for it you got to buy them that's the only way because i'm not ready and willing to give up all of the prospects right now. I agree. And you'll hear my thoughts on it tomorrow, guys. So check out that video real quick. Uh, we do have a, a move. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Atlanta, I think this might be their first move. Uh, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I think they just made their first move of the offseason. Matt Carpenter, uh, former Padre and Yankee, is going to the Atlanta Braves. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably on some one-year, try-it-again kind of deal. Uh, oh, he traded. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I didn't see. He's been so out of my mind 
out of reality, out of contention, out of being a great player, that I forgot that apparently he's on the roster of the San Diego Padres getting traded over to Atlanta. Interesting move. They're so loaded on their offense. I don't, I don't really know what. Maybe off the bench. Bench bat. Bench bat. This is That's a it, solid. Man. This is. I mean, Matt Carpenter has shown that he is very capable in the past. I mean, I don't think that you can get you know bank on anything with yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, but he certainly could be good for the Atlanta Braves. But it's stuff like this for them, right? They just need complementary pieces. Yeah. They already have the core. They already have the squad that could put up on a 110 win season. They have a team that could win the World Series. They just need a little bit of complementary stuff. So they're already in a good place for the Jays. And we've talked about this before. We kind of need that additional piece to make us even remotely close to their team. And I don't even think that getting Cody Bellinger is going to make us on par with the Atlanta Braves. They are yeah. still significantly better than we are. Um, but, I mean, good move from them. Just kind of yeah. filling out their depth for sure. Yeah, good move, good move. Let's, hey, uh, uh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, um, yeah, a great move for the Blue Jays that, honestly, we've been kind of linked to this week. If you've been on our social media, you'll see that we've been kind of talking about it just a little bit. Um, Blue Jays are interested in J.D. Martinez. Yeah, let's talk about let's that. Let's talk about, yeah, Keegan Matheson coming out here. And he's saying over here in an article, he wrote about it. He's saying that the Blue Jays, um, yeah, they have shown interest in Martinez. That was it. This is what sparked all these rumors by all these different, like, you know, media channels kind of coming. It was just this comment right here. And it looks like just doing some deep dive research that Martinez is looking for a two-year deal. Mm. Kind of prove it. Martinez, a little bit older. Uh, but I, I like this a lot because he's literally your Brandon Belt replacement minus the ability to play first base. He's an outfielder. So primarily your DH. If you're comfortable getting Otani, you could be comfortable getting uh, J.D. Martinez. Someone brought up in the chat, and shout out to whoever brought, brought this up in the chat, but with runners in scoring position, this dude is a 1.025 OPS. Mm -hmm. This has been the biggest problem. This guy produces runs, and we knew that. But this guy, he's, it's pretty electric. Me... I don't really care. Spend the money. Just get J.D. Martinez. I, I, this is kind of my target as well if we don't get a Bellinger. Or screw it. Get Bellinger. Get this guy too. Who cares? Well, I think what are that's, your thoughts? But that's got to be the mentality, right? Absolutely. J.D. Martinez is not the solution to no. this team by any stretch of the imagination. He would be a complimentary piece to come in and be Brandon Belt. And I also want to put out that Brandon Belt, he was a very nice surprise. Yes, Nobody was. anticipated him to, to finish with the highest OPS on the Toronto Blue Jays. He was coming in initially just to be a guy. Maybe get Vladimir Guerrero Jr. off of his feet a little bit. You know, he was a little bit banged up too. Yeah. Common uh, signing with the Toronto Blue Jays. He was a great surprise. J.D. Martinez, he's got the potential to be that and, and be more than that. Mm -hmm. So this would, in my opinion, be even a little bit of an upgrade at that DH position. Somebody who could come in and bat fifth in the lineup consistently for the Toronto Blue Jays. Can I promise you that there's not going to be a little bit of regression? No, I can't. He's 36 years old. He's going to be turning 37. Mm -hmm. So at any given moment, this could be the last stretch for J.D. Martinez. Yeah. And let's face it, you always got to wonder with these veterans, right? Because sometimes they're, they're thinking to themselves, I'm going to get my last final payday mm -hmm. and I'm going to call it, right? There's going to be a lack of motivation there, potentially. But he's put up an incredible career. Could even be a Hall of Famer. Yeah, look at those numbers, bro. He has a thousand RBIs, 874 OPS. Yeah. Over his career. He had an 893 OPS resurgence last year. Look, he wants a two-year deal. You got Bo, you got Vlad for two years. I don't see why you don't smash that deal. Well, how much does he want? 
I, I can't even I would imagine. Speculate. I would imagine that his market value, it's got to be what? 20? 15, 16? No, it can't be more. I could imagine. 20. I could imagine. I could imagine. For a 36, 37-year-old, Put up almost a 900 it. OPS and 103 RBIs? I, I, I would, can believe it. If it's 20 mil a year, for so 40 million for uh, two years, I'm I'm out. I'm I think out. I, I, look, if money's not, in the, uh, not an object... You just go do it. Okay, money's not know? an object. I don't give a shit. You yeah, know? exactly. You sign That's whoever you saying. want if money's not an object. Look, but if, yeah. again, if, if money does become part of the the, the concern here where you're going to be missing out, and this is, this is part of the conversation that we never see, right? Okay, you sign J.D. Martinez to a $20 million a year deal. Mm -hmm. uh, who do you miss out on, right? Were you going to then go get another pitcher that you miss out on and we just never hear about? Maybe. We don't know. Right. right? If you're still okay with going out and getting more guys, then sure, sign him to a $50 million a year contract. I really don't care. Uh, yeah. Market value here from SpotRack, granted, they are typically off. They could be uh, underestimating here, yeah. but they have it at $15.4 million. That's where I was thinking that he would be at. Um, you never know, you 15 never know. to 20, something like that. I would be okay with it, but again, this is not the sexy offseason move that's going to put us over the top either. No, I This think, is a complimentary piece. I think, look, if I think about the Blue Jays right now, there's three holes, like three glaring holes in my opinion. There's third base. There is a outfielder, another outfielder, and I mean these could be also multiple guys because then you also have that that cleanup hitter, and and the cleanup hitter is what we saw missing last mm -hmm. year. You didn't have anyone consistently batting fourth to protect Vlad and Bo. They kept getting sliders, sliders, sliders away. Right? You got you got to put somebody there to impose a threat, so you have to pitch to those guys, mm -hmm. and that would be an easy like great cleanup. You know, he's not going to play left field or outfield or center field or whatever. He's not going to play third base, but he will bat fourth every day as long as he's healthy for the Toronto Blue Jays. Probably. Yeah. Probably he would. Yeah. Again, I think that J.D. Martinez would be a fabulous uh, fabulous acquisition to this team, and I would be very happy if they go out and get it done. This would not be the be-all and the end-all, yeah. though, of the offseason. No, There's no, still no, got to be a lot more moves to get done. But it's stuff like this as well. Why aren't we doing this? Right. J.D. Martinez isn't the you know, the, the top guy available here, right? I think that you can go out and you can get J.D. Martinez and still be in the conversations for Cody Bellinger and just make yourself feel a little bit more comfortable about this offseason. I love that you're in on Yamamoto. I love mm -hmm. that you're in on Cody Bellinger, but based on what we have watched up until this point, I cannot feel comfortable that you are going to get those guys. Yeah. I can, I'm, I mean, we've been hurt a few times this yeah. offseason. I cannot be comfortable that you're going to do that. Let's start getting the J.D. Martinez's and just lock it down. It's got to be quick, man, because, again, like we brought up earlier in this video, if other teams getting those just complimentary roles, where are – fuck it, man. Just give me Michael Brantley. You know what I mean? Because at least if, again, like the three issues I said, we need another outfielder, right? Because we literally, we literally only have that played on the active roster for most of the season that's still here is George Springer and Varsho. Mm -hmm. you, have, you have right now – let me flash it over – you have right now Nathan Lucas, mm. and uh, granted, respect to Nathan Lucas, right? He, he he earned it. He earned it from last year. But you have him as our third outfield right now. I'm sorry. We can't have that if we're trying to win a World Series or, or even make a deep postseason run. You need another outfielder. Just go sign. There's so many out there, man. There's so like, I had it up there earlier. Go sign anybody just to give yourself depth in case you miss on Bellinger. And, and now, if you get Bellinger, great. He's your fourth outfielder now. Just go do it, man. Jesus what are we Christ. waiting for? Look yeah, at you this. Are, yeah, no, seriously, let's talk about a, this. Take a look at this lineup, everybody. I mean, you know, we all know the names, and and there's a lot of bias associated with Toronto Blue Jays fans, I think, mm -hmm. with these guys, right? When we look at David Schneider, we just anticipate that he's going to be phenomenal. But if you're, if this was another team, 
right? If this was another team, let's say that this was, uh, I don't know, Kansas City's lineup. Yeah. Right? And you're looking at this. You would not be feeling good about this lineup. We would be talking down about this lineup. We'd be saying, okay, well, Boba Shett's somebody, Guerrero's somebody, yeah. George Springer, uh, he's a little washed. Danny Jansen, uh, he's a little inconsistent, can get injured. Can get injured Kevin yeah. Biggio, oof, not sure about that one. David Schneider, uh, who is that ooh, guy? Was like, he, he hot for a month? Yeah. Dalton Varsho, ooh, not sure about that. Kirk, bad, bad mm-hmm. year last year. Nathan Lucas, what? Who's this guy? Who's right? this Right, so if, if you take away the bias, and again, I love all these guys, and I want them all to hit their ceilings, and if they do all hit their ceilings, we're laughing. But are they all going to hit their ceilings? No, they're not. No. It's not going to happen, and, right? And, and I do think, I just want to also sprinkle in, because I have been thinking about this lately, is last year, we everyone didn't hit their ceilings, and then some. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone really underperformed. So you do expect something to bounce back, but still, I agree with you. Like, okay, look, bias, Captain Biggio, last year, I loved him batting fifth. Like, at the end of the year. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah, this guy's elite. He's hot. He's batting over 800 OPS. Great. Right? But right now, as your third baseman, no. So you got to fill out that hole right here, third base. You got to fill out this hole right here. If you can get two bats to slide up, push Danny down to six, I'm much more comfortable with that. Look, I love Danny. I love him. When he's hot, he's hot. He's great. He can smash a lot of homers. But I need a guy who can give me consistent batting average on base all that not just pop a few homers there's, in the a, fourth there's a few too many question marks in this lineup yeah. also massive shout out to the person that just subscribed everybody to johnny. johnny t right there if you guys haven't already done so please smash the subscribe button folks if we can get to twenty-two thousand subscribers by the end of the year that would be absolutely phenomenal hell if we could get there by tonight that'd be even oh crazier uh, so subscribe to the channel <laughs> if you haven't already done so this lineup here there's just a few too many holes. And I mean, you can walk in with a couple question marks. You can, right? Every mm-hmm. team's going to walk in with a few question marks. You can't expect to have locked in dudes from one all the way through nine. But I would feel so much more comfortable if Nathan Lucas was on the bench. If, uh, you know, either Biggio or one of those guys yeah. was on the bench. Yeah. right? And you were just walking in with a David Schneider question mark and with maybe an Alejandro Kirk question mark being like, can he bounce back? That's a lot more pal- uh, pal- palatable for me uh, rather than walking in with an entire bottom half of the lineup where you're going, I I just don't know what to expect with these it, guys. It's really simple, man. Like Kind of like I pointed out right there. Change this outfield spot. Again, no disrespect to Nathan Lucas. Mm. Uh, and, and change the third base spot. Because look, Schneider and Biggio, if they want to platoon, Schneider, Biggio, Espinal, they want, if they want to platoon second base, cool. I'm cool with that. Like, but if you go add just hypothetical, you know, one of, one of our best case scenario situations, you get like a Matt Chapman and you get a Bellinger, the lineup completely changes, obviously. Adding yeah. adding one or two guys changes. Okay, we'll, even, we'll go a little bit further. Uh, maybe a little bit further down. Like we're just talking about a J.D. Martinez in the D.H. spot. You move Danny to, now. You have Danny maybe in the in the Kirk spot right here, uh, and then you go add Jock Pedersen, who has been shown he can hit around his 800 OPS from time to time. So you go JD Jock, then you've got Danny, then you've got like Bisho and Schneider over here. You know it's starting to look a little bit more appealing, more hmm. depth, more guys that can drive and runs. Question for you. Question to the chat. Uh, do you guys feel comfortable having? Walking into the season with Kevin Biggio in a starting role, being the starting guy at either, he would be the yeah. starting guy at either second base 
or third base? Are we comfortable with that? I'm okay if it's second base, mm. not third. I Granted, I think I'm more PTSD from him 2021, like botching it over there at third base. He was a lot better. He played a few games there, small sample size. But I do not feel comfortable starting at third. If he wants to start opening day, for example, mm-hmm. splitting time with Schneider mm-hmm. at second, cool. I'm mm-hmm. cool with that. We don't. There's, there's no second baseman out there that's going to really like get better, mm-hmm. you know, other than Whit Merrifield, right? So like we're, we're kind of stuck with that, with that reality. But we got to get a third baseman. I mean, what are our options? <laughs> that's a, that's the problem too. Do we I, feel I, okay? Go do, ahead. Yeah, do yeah. we feel comfortable with Davis Schneider being a starting guy, walking and being being no. a locked in player, locked in? What do you guys think no. about that, Davis Schneider? Obviously, very good yeah. for one month of baseball, but not really a proven no. commodity. Bisho and Schneider need to have the split role. They, they, if they're separated and they're starting individually, damn, we're in trouble. Well, that's the thing. Because I would feel much more comfortable, same with you, having both of those guys play one position together. Yeah. Because I, I don't think, here's the thing, I don't think and I don't know if they're both going to hit, but I feel like one of them might. And if one of them might, then then that can be that player and yeah. he, can, he can win that job. And maybe you even get a situation where one of them hits for a few months and then the other one takes over. That's what I'm thinking. And that's the yeah. luxury of having them in that, you know, in one position. But if you're forced to have both of them locked into the lineup every single time, yeah. I just don't think that anybody can anybody in their right mind can say that, oh, yes, we know for sure that David Schneider and Kevin Biggio are going to be competitive baseball players with the bat and the glove mm-hmm. in 2024. Because, yeah, you're right. There is some PTSD associated uh-huh. with Kevin Biggio starting at third base. I do not want to go back. To yeah. the dark days. We've lived with Matt Chapman now. We know what it's like to have somebody who can fire whoosh, laser beams Dude, from I, third base. I'm having some P- I'm, I'm not PTSD. I'm, I'm having some uh, scary realizations that, yeah, other because I don't I, I don't want Matt Chapman back on the team. I'm going to say it, Frank, just because of just the bat. Okay? If he comes back because we missed out on Bellinger, I guess it is what it is. If we're if that's what the Rodgers Rogers and Rackets want to do, okay, I don't agree with it, but I get it. Mm-hmm. I, it is what it is. But I'm realizing after that, Lynn, you either got to make some sort of creative-ass trade or or call up the guys. Well, I think that's, or, or Justin Turner or li- some shit like that. Like, listen, I don't want to put a whole lot of emphasis on this trade proposal because I do think it's kind of ridiculous. But I think that this, what you're feeling, is why you're seeing Toronto Blue Jays fans take to Twitter, take to the internet, and start yeah. creating these rumors about Jose Ramirez. Because yeah. everybody's wow. looking at this team right now and going, okay, do we really want to pay Matt Chapman? 200 or 175 million dollars do we really want to be walking into a situation where Kevin Biggio is the starting guy hell no to either of those right Jose Ramirez would be phenomenal but it's just unlikely right you're not going to make a trade like that and I don't mean to be like absolutely like to bring everyone some sort of depression right now but the reality is like it's looking more and more likely that we're not going to have a stud at third base this year Probably. You know what I mean? Like, if we're not going to get, if we're not getting Chapman, I've already kind of counted that up in my mind. We're not getting Chapman back. It's a platoon situation. You, we know we're not getting someone for second base. There's nobody out there other mm-hmm. than Manfred who's not coming back. Um, this is the reality. Third base and second base is going to be internal guys. That that most likely will be the option. Okay. Well, I got to ask, though, why mm-hmm. are, are are you just counting yourselves out from having Matt Chapman because you don't want it? Or because I'm, you you have a reason to believe that the team wouldn't do it. Because well, I, I think that the team could still do it. I, I think they could still do it, yes. But more likely than not, I don't, I don't think Matt Chapman's going to be a Blue Jay because he is the prime third base guy out there. And multiple teams are interested in getting a Matt Chapman, mm. including the Cubs, too. 
Um, however, I, you know, so we don't really know for sure where he's going to go. That, that being said, too, it all depends. This is, all, this is the fucking problem of the whole offseason. It all depends on Bellinger, those bigger dominoes to fall for us to then decide where, where does Matt Chapman go. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I do think, this is my prediction right now, I'm going to say it right here. I think Cubs and Blue Jays, one of them might get Bellinger and and Chapman. That's what it feels like. At okay. Least. Well, in that regard, then I, in I that regard, wanna, I'm then, gonna put yes. it back on you and say, well, yes. I think we we have a pretty good chance if that's the yes. scenario to get him back. But most likely, out of just playing the entire situation of the Blue Jays offseason, we're probably not getting Matt Chapman back. Right? Would you, you know? okay? Would you say that we are the favorites to get? I could again. I mean, what does the fucking word favorites mean? <laughs> exactly. I would say that we're we gotta be one of the favorites. I don't want it. No, I don't. I don't yeah, want I don't want it either. Because but I, I agree think it's gonna you. be too much money. Yeah. But I, I really, it's starting to look like for me, in my perspective of yeah. things, that we are going to miss out on Cody Bellinger. Yeah. And that we are going to overpay for Matt Chapman because we're forced into this situation. Yeah. And then we're just going to have to stomach the fact that Matt Chapman gets paid $25, $26, 27000000 million a year. And that's basically the big move of the offseason. And then yeah. maybe you bring in a Michael Brantley or maybe you bring in uh, you know, one of those, like, I want to say complimentary pieces, but really it's just a bench bat piece, right? Mm-hmm. That now becomes the offseason. That's why in the title it's saying why fans should be worried. Mm-hmm. Because I think that we're walking into a situation right now where, yes, we're going to overpay for Matt Chapman, and that'll be the big bat acquisition. The guy we already had. Yeah, for me, it's straight up this. Like, you miss out on Bellinger... You're not getting a nice big bad acquisition or a nice acquisition. I'm 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 kind of I know we're gonna bring it up in a little bit about Yamamoto, but I, we're not getting Yamamoto. Like, well, let's let's talk about that right now, guys. But, let's talk about that. Right. Uh, just to finish my thought though, like, uh, uh, talking about why you should be worried is if you, when you miss out on Bellinger, nothing looks good. Nothing looks good at all for the Toronto Blue Jays. Really, unless you literally make some hero thing where you, you get Hoskins, you get Solaire, and get all these other pieces. Really, nothing's looking promising right and anything anything that we conceive of at this point would then kind of be a fantasy land exact situation exactly. you know fuck i wish we had otani let's talk yeah. about yamamoto everybody the toronto blue jays were reportedly going to be meeting with this guy uh potentially that meeting has already happened although yeah. we haven't heard that yet uh it came out a few days ago that they were going to be there and they've been listed as one of the teams that's that's a finalist for them they kind of mm. got the mets they got the yankees they got the dodgers they got the jays yeah i think the giants are involved too the red sox too I think, uh, as well. red sox yep. might be involved right but those feel like the the kind of the six squads that are in on yamamoto and i would love to acquire yoshinobu yamamoto this this would to me be a off-season saving move yeah. even though it's not necessarily an area of need for us we have great pitchers that would extend uh, the pitching window right because eventually mm-hmm. gosman's gonna be bad at baseball eventually bass is gonna age they're gonna get older right or their contracts will expire but if you get a 25 year old locked down for 10 years you're laughing right and that is that is what it's looking like to be for this dude it just does feel though that with the dodgers doing what they're doing with the yankees doing what they're doing is there any logical chance that we could potentially get, actually steal this dude away no. from those juggernauts? No, I mean, I saw a, a pie chart. Uh, I think it was MLB Network, and it's a similar pie chart to what we were doing with Otani. And it was, you know, a section Dodgers, a section Yankees, a section Red Sox, a section Mets, too. Mets are in the conversation. Uh, and then there was a bunch of little slivers. Yeah. 
and we're in that tiny little sliver, yeah. right? We're, we're like what the I don't even know the uh, who was a small sliver, you know, Tawny. I don't even remember them at this point. The Braves, maybe, sure, right? We're like that odds, like oh, we're on the outside, yeah. And and I really don't see us getting any more aggressive going because of the same reason. It's just not a need. Right, we're not gonna go. Otani was a neat left-handed power bat superstar, gonna change the franchise forever. Mm-hmm. Whereas Yamamoto won't have that same effect and is a pitcher. So for me, he's we're on the outside looking in. I'll tell you right now, guys, we are gonna be in a load of pain, a load of hurt, if he goes to the New York Yankees. Oh, it's gonna be horrible. I really truly yep. believe that he does go to the LA Dodgers, and then we just would ever, if we even made it to this point, would have to deal with them in the World Series mm-hmm. because if he goes. To the New York Yankees, and I thought about this the other day. I, I think it was a tweet that brought this up. Mm. If he goes to the New York Yankees, now you're looking at a team with already, I mean, their lineup's getting a lot better, but their rotation, their top three goes Garrett Cole, who just won Cy Young. He's not going anywhere. Yep. Carlos Rodon, who's going to be healthy this year. Yep. And that was the big problem with him. He was not healthy mm-hmm. that year. Mm-hmm. And then you got Yoshinobu Yamamoto. And that's a top three that, in my opinion, Probably better than our top three. Oh, yeah. It just, you know, pound yep. for pound. Yep. I don't know what their depth is like, but if you have those three pitchers Clark within... Schmidt, Nestor Cortez. Right? You know, really I mean, if you, this is what I mean, right? You have those pitchers, and then on top of the fact that you have Aaron Judge and Juan Soto, who are capable of going 50, uh, 50 bombs in Yankee Stadium, now you're looking at a team that, you know, at their floor, 180 games last yeah. year, and that was their floor. It, yeah. They could push 100. Yeah, e- even with or without Yamamoto, right now, you're looking at the Blue Jays. We're falling behind. We are falling so behind. Every move they make, we got to make an equal move to even keep up with them, right? Like, they made the Juan Soto. Well, now we have to go Ballinger, right? I know, yeah, we had a better record than last year, but... You know, Juan Soto, that's going to change your uh, lineup a lot. And that was the big problem with them. Yeah. We got to go We gotta go punch for punch right now. We, if we don't add Bellinger, then we're, we're, we're unmatched. And the more that I think about it, man, the 80 wins that the Yankees had last year, that is an anomaly. It was kind they of were up. They were walked yeah. into the season. Everybody thought walking into the season, they were going to win that division. They were really injured, too. They were really, really injured. injured. They did have some bad performances, for sure, but they were really injured the whole time. And I just feel like a lot of the dominoes didn't fall the right way for yeah. them. Yeah. I don't think that we can expect that from them. Now I'm looking yeah. at that team and I'm going, okay, they are going to bounce back. There is momentum on their side. Yeah. They could push 90 wins, for sure. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't fucking capitalize. Yeah. You know? Dude. Like, like you're, you're also like don't even like forget like we had they also got Alex Verdugo oh yeah like just a little complimentary piece and they already addressed a complimentary piece in a way for we, sure we literally haven't done anything so we need to get Bellinger and a complimentary piece but yeah Alex Verdugo is a player yeah he is not he's not a Mookie Betts level player in that trade that happened but no, again no. he is still a got- very capable MLB player who yeah. could he could do what Lourdes did last year yeah no sure. problem no, no sure. problem for right sure. that's a guy that you want in your lineup and they have that dude right now I am worried about the New York Yankees and I'm worried and I think that article that we flashed up a little while ago yeah. from Barstool Sports kind of paints the picture right now that you are looking at an AL East a very competitive AL East that has the Baltimore Orioles really on the come because they haven't even they Dude. haven't even hit their potential with all their prospects and they haven't even made any moves and they're still haven't better even than spent us. any money yep haven't spent any money haven't got all their prospects yet they could be in the mix next year or something like that for some of the big free agents so they're on the come up and then you also got the yankees who are saying no we're not going to win 80 games next year we're going to win we're going to push 90 we're going to yep. push 100 yeah 
And and you got the Jays who are kind of sitting here and going, okay, like are we in? Are we a third place squad? Are we are we a wild card we're, team? Like right now, we're third place at best with the team we're currently rolling out there. You saw the lineup, guys. We're third place at best. Like I, I just don't see a reality where we, we're. I mean, unless you get some regressions from the Orioles and they don't make any moves to their pitching staff, like we're third place at best. You know what I mean? That hurts to admit. It hurts, but it's true. Right now, with this team, and this is why we should be worried. We are looking down. And I know there's still a lot of moves to be made, but we got to do it soon, man. If we don't get a move before this new year, fuck, I'm worried. Well, let's talk about Cody Bellinger real Mm -hmm. quick. And we have discussed this uh, at length already, but the Jays are considered, and take this with a grain of salt, finalists. Mm -hmm. Bob Nightingale came out and he said that his prediction was the Toronto Blue Jays. So that is something that transpired. He does believe that the Toronto Blue Jays are going to get Cody Bellinger. And we've been down in the dumps this entire stream, this entire podcast. If you get Cody Bellinger, I don't want to say that we're all the way back, but we're almost all the way back. Because that is one of the few moves that I can get behind and I can go, all right, we're buying all the way in on Cody Bellinger right now. Yeah, hell, hell, right here. Right, this is from his article saying this leaves a two-way battle between the Cubs and the Toronto Blue Jays for the former MVP prediction. Blue Jays, that's what Bob Nightingale wrote. If Toronto gets Cody Bellinger, this now feels like a completely different offseason, and it feels like the momentum. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Completely shifts from going downwards to now, now you're back. You're yeah. back on the upswing. You know, you have something to play for yeah. in 2024. I'll, I'll, I'll admit it right here. We sign him. We're obviously going to go live for that live stream. Uh, my mood completely changes. It's not, okay, we got Bellinger. Now let's go and let's add, uh, let's get a third baseman. I don't care. Uh, let's make a trade over here. Let's go get William Adamas. I saw someone, shout out to whoever just donated, uh, saying, you want Adamas? Yeah, let's go do that. Mm-hmm. Let's go make these moves, right? We can do anything now because once you spent the money, now you know what your rest of your money is. Yeah. Because that's been the big problem. Okay, we got this big domino down. Let's go, man. 
And but are they gonna do it? That's the big problem. It feels like he's a Cub. Maybe I'm a doubter. Maybe the Otani thing scarred me. But it makes a lot of sense for him to go to the Cubs. I don't know. What do you? Yeah, have, of course. Where are you does, sitting yeah. right now, man? Of course it does. But you got to do something. You got to get. You got to get something for this squad. So yes, it feels like the Cubs right now. Maybe tomorrow it feels like the Blue Jays. It is very important that they go out and, like you said, go pound for pound with the New York Yankees. Acquiring Cody Bellinger immediately makes everybody feel like you are mm-hmm. fulfilling your promises. And I'm talking to Ross Atkins because in all of those press conferences, the word on the street was, we are still going to extend the winning window. We're going to do that. So when we were in on Shohei Otani, we were clinging to those words and we were going, okay, this is what they mean. And we were in on Juan Soto, we were clinging to those words going, this is what they're talking about. We haven't seen yeah. anything like that. And I think that's why a lot of us are going, okay, clock's ticking right now, December 15th. Where are the moves? You get Cody Bellinger. Now I'm bought back in again. Yeah. And I and I believe you about extending the winning window. There is a lot of doubt that's creeping inside me right now, though. Go saying, that's just words. You just said a bunch of words to make me okay with it. Yeah. But where is the winning window? I'm seeing it go over there to the New yeah. York fucking Yankees. I, I wonder, too, just to add on to that. I wonder, too, if we do miss it. This is a completely different topic. We do miss out on Bellinger, on any other kind of big guy that's going to command like five or six years, do we just say, okay, we got all this money saved up. Do we go and extend Bo or Vlad? Well, that's a conversation that that's hasn't, conversation. yeah, that's a, a conversation that has not been had yet. Right. I mean, it's, I think it's tough to say because I don't think that this team knows what their future <laughs> holds. Yeah. The future of the Toronto Blue Jays is more unclear now than maybe it's ever been because if you extend Bo and you extend Vlad, you want to continue the potential winning window there, right? You want to have these pieces and still and still be competitive. But I'm not sure if the team's necessarily locked in on that mindset. Sure, they came out and said it, but if we man, if we miss out on Bellinger and if we have a shitty off season, and then you walk in the next year and you are the team that wins 80 games, or you win even less than that, right? Oh. You have a very disappointing season. At that point, are you thinking to yourself, oh, you know what, I want to extend these guys, or are you thinking maybe it's time to ship them off and uh, bring up some of the young guys? I think they kind of want to keep that option I, on the table. I, I, I think, well, I'm still going to hope that their words are true and think that they're going to try and do whatever it takes to win beyond Bone Vlad. So if they do go on that reality that you're saying and win 80 games, um, it's going to become even more desperate. You're, you're going to try. I think you're going to try until the point comes where if if you get to that point where 80 games, you win 80 games like the Yankees last season, you have one more year left of Bo and Vlad, you're still not getting any noise from the free agents, you go, okay, you know, we're going to try one more extension of Bo and Vlad. If you miss out, then we're going to have to shift gears. Because right now, I think they're full set sailing towards win, 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 win. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot to go wrong for them to go and start losing again, to be okay with going in that direction. Okay, so let's put it this way then. Do you think that Bo or Vlad would want to sign an extension right now? Um, Maybe if they, if they like the city, they, they like the team, they like the organization, they're getting paid right. You know, I, I don't see any reason why not to. You know what I mean, they've been winning a lot. They have one down year. If you, you know, propose to them a plan of how you're going to get back through this next window, maybe, maybe, you know. It's options definitely available. Maybe, right? I... Correct me if I'm wrong, chat. I thought that I heard that there was, because I think they did actually come out and talk about this, and I know we're being hypothetical, mm-hmm. but the, the word on the street was, uh, we addressed this and we're not going to talk about this anymore. 
like the extension talk. Correct. Yeah. Like Ross Atkins. And like a few months. Ag- a few months ago, I like right when the off season started, I thought it came out that they they had said like we had talked about this and we said like we're not going to talk about this right now. Right. We're going to talk about it later. Yeah. Thing, yeah. Right? And that was yeah. kind of like the word that was on the, the conversation street. for yeah. No, yeah. I, I I know that that was kind of the feeling uh, for at least this off season. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So this off season, just to be clear, folks, from our standpoint, we don't think that this is actually something that's going to happen, but maybe. If you miss out on if everybody, you, you try to re-engage in that conversation, and you go, listen, we missed out on everybody. We do have this money to spend. Maybe we try to lock in some of our guys yeah. and, and, and extend that winning window. Yeah, man, it, it, it's tough, guys. We, we, we're speculating a ton on what moves can make, what realities are going to you know, transpire if they do or do not make certain moves. But there's one thing for sure and that I'm feeling, and it's that it's very unknown. It's kind of scary, man. Because course, we, yeah. we can be, I'm I'm more leaning towards right now that our next season is hey, if we make wild card, wow, that's a that's a positive. Like like that's hopeful. It can't you know, be that way. We we played NHL eighteen, you have like teams kind of ranked by like hopeful contender, you know, Stanley Cup you know, contenders, all that kind of stuff. Uh we're we're kind of dipping into the hopeful contender. Like we might be in the mix in the pool with, you know, the Rays, the Red Sox you know, the, you know, other teams around the AL that are just like, maybe we sneak into the Mariners. Yeah, of course. Which is sad. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's very difficult to be positive looking at the, looking at the climate of the American League and what some other squads are capable of doing. Blue Jays can get back into this offseason, but it requires them to actually go out and get it done. And we have not seen that yet. So please, Ross, if you're watching this, uh, go out make some freaking moves do it man i feel like we covered it all bro yeah guys let us know the thoughts in the comments down below everybody thank you so much for everybody for tuning in and everything like that we didn't really take too many questions today but we'll go live again very soon and we'll kind of make we'll gear it towards more just answering the questions yep. and, and, and talking about what it is that you guys are talking about i felt like this was more of just a <laughs> a therapy session to get out the thoughts about yes. this squad we appreciate everyone coming and watching with us on this beautiful friday night uh please have a wonderful weekend guys hit the like smash the subscribe button big shout out to nathaniel rise ten dollar donation coming in late saying fyi contrary to recent reports otani didn't say the flight tracker shot streams were funny he said he was surprised oh because uh, of japanese translation yeah right right, right that was right, a whole right. other thing he was saying that like oh he thought it was funny but the translation wasn't correct he mm. thought it was he was surprised mm. he's like one sounds like he's a dick one sounds like he's an old right person. right yeah right. okay yeah interesting interesting well yeah. you know what otani's a dodger forever right now uh, I want to sure. beat him. Yeah, I want to beat. I want to beat him for good, dude. I want to <laughs> beat him forever, man. Guys. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. And as always, go, go Jays, go! go! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ 
the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 